Welcome to Charm Chat. I'm Nicole from A Pretty Charmed Life. I'm Angie from Daily Charm Addict. And I'm Rita from A Charmed Dreamer. Together, we share our not-so-secret charm addictions, discuss hot topics in the bead world, and of course, spill the beads on life. So, are you ready? Okay, let's chat. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Charm Chat Podcast and another Charm Chat Podcast interview. We are very excited to welcome the dear Sierra, another collector from our charm community. You probably already know Sierra from Instagram at all the Pandora, and she is also a very busy lawyer. And by coincidence, another twin mom. Not all our guests have to be twin moms, but we are so <laughs> excited to welcome Sierra. Welcome. Hi, guys. Thank you so much for having me. I love your podcast so much. I've been listening to it right from the start. I don't think I've ever missed an episode. I always watch it right when they come out or listen to it. Sorry, right when they come <laughs> out. And I'm just so honored that you guys are having me on here today. So thank you. Yes, you're one of our biggest fans. That's why we have you here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Sierra, for all your love and support. Like You're very you're welcome. <laughs> so I don't really know the answer to this, but how did you start charm collecting? Okay, so I've always been a collector. Um, even as a kid, I collected, you know, all the latest fads. I collected Beanie Babies and Barbies and Trolls, which are some of the things I think you guys mentioned on previous podcasts. <laughs> Yay, I'm sorry for the Trolls. <laughs> yes. And even as I got older, I started collecting jewelry and and. Beads specifically, though, were it was about 15 years ago. Um, my wow. aunt and uncle had bought me, yeah, 15 years. My aunt and uncle had bought me a Pandora bracelet with three charms for a graduation gift. And I hadn't even been to a Pandora store before then, I don't think. Uh, but of course, as soon as I got that, I had to rush to the Pandora store, get some clips to go on my bracelet and take a look around. And as soon as I was there seeing everything in person, I was just, I was hooked. It was game over. I was addicted. <laughs> Little do people know that first gift is a gateway drug. <laughs> sure is. One hundred percent. Sierra, you're also a fellow Canadian, so I think we as Canadians got kind of access to Pandora a little bit later than the Americans and around the world, probably. Yeah, I know. When I first started collecting, there weren't that many stores around, and I had to drive a, a bit of a distance to get to one. And it was a kind of a weird little strip mall, uh, but now they're everywhere. <laughs> So I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing that the stores are now more accessible, but I know, I know we're not complaining about it. So 15 years is a long time. When did you start sharing on Instagram? Yeah, so I, I only started my Instagram account about five years ago. Um, my All the Pandora one. I have a personal one, of course, that was much older than that. But um, I was on maternity leave and kind of looking for a hobby. You know how being on maternity leave can be kind of isolating and there's times where you're a little bored. Kids nap a lot. <laughs> and um, yeah, I had already been following some other bead accounts and some bead bloggers. I decided to give it a, a try myself. I, I'd already amassed quite the collection and I liked photographing it and, and playing with it and designing with it. So I started up my uh, Instagram account and almost instantly I, I started chatting with so many fellow collectors and bead lovers and, you know, forming some really great friendships. And I think that's why I still do it now. Like it's it's not even so much the the buying and the photographing photo beads anymore. It's the the friendships. It's so much so fun so much fun to chat with like-minded people and people with similar interests cuz I don't know about you guys, but my family are sick of talking about it and, and my friends <laughs> yep. are really interested. We don't, we don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's it's great to be around people and and talk to people that have the same interests and I'm definitely jewelry is definitely up there for me for interests. 
Yeah, we're we're a really tight community, a very giving community. And speaking of that big collection, I mean, how many brands do you really collect? <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, well, it's mainly Pandora, and then I, I have quite a big Troll Beads collection as well. Um, Ogre Beads is another one that I, I've gotten a lot of beads over the last few years from. So those are the the main beads ones. I also have a pretty decent sized own beads collection, but I haven't been buying from them as much recently. And then other jewelry, I'm obsessed with Majuri as well, which Angie, you and I have talked about that. I think that's how we first connected was about Majuri and own beads for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So I love Majuri and I order online from them more than I should. (laughs) (laughs) And I, I used to buy Tiffany, but again, it's kind of gotten too expensive. So I don't buy from them so much anymore. And I stick with probably Pandora, Ochre Beads, and Troll Beads, and Majuri are the four jewelry brands I, I buy the most of and I'm most obsessed with right now. Have you listened to our Is Collecting a <laughs> Shopping Addiction in Disguise <laughs> episode? Yes, and I, I may have related to it a little too much. <laughs> okay, it's but definitely question... an addiction for me. <laughs> so you related to me and Rita in our honesty, not Angie's denial. No. You're not Absolutely. really, yeah, you're not really okay. denying. So. <laughs> I am not in denial at all. I came to terms with my addiction a long time ago. <laughs> and it's a healthier addiction than some out there. So that's all I have to say. So really, we're like a little support group here. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> exactly. Angie, are you admitting anything right now? <laughs> no, I'm admitting that I'm part of a lovely community. But <laughs> that's about it. With all the brands that you have, what do you love the most right now? Like what's currently your favorite or this is a hard question, but how about maybe not just favorite piece, but favorite collection? Let's make it a little easier for you. (laughs) I definitely do have a favorite right now. And it's been my favorite for the past, I don't know, at least several months. Um, I'm kind of obsessed with Pandora Me, everything Pandora Me right now. (laughs) Uh, I have bracelets in all of the different finishes and necklaces, earrings, rings. I'm just obsessed. Like it's so such a fun collection. It's, it's yeah. so comfortable to wear. I don't know. That seems to be the one I wear almost daily. Like I, I'm always wearing either a Pandora Me bracelet or rings or earrings. And do you really play with it and change them up and connect all the different pieces or just kind of I do some it? days. Yeah, it depends on what I'm in the mood for. Like sometimes I just wear them plain. And then other times I'll switch up and have a few uh, of the little mini dangles on there or the bigger ones. But yeah, I, I wear, I stack them too. I'll wear more than one bracelet and I kind of switch up the combos there a little bit. Love your stacks. I have a question for you. For your normal charm bracelets, like for Pandora bracelets, do you have like a lot of different already pre-designed bracelets? Or are you one of those people who designs like daily or as you wear them? I, I do both. I have a lot of my older beads are on permanent bracelets that I never take apart. Like I probably have eight or nine of those that are just full bracelets that sit in my jewelry box. And I don't even really wear them that often because I don't wear full bracelets often. Uh, But I just love the combination so much and I never change them. And then I've got all of the stuff I've bought more recently in the past several years that are kind of just interchangeable. And I I have them in own play trays all over my makeup table that I just design with as I go. (laughs) How about you guys? Yeah, I think we're the same. Uh, well, I, I'll speak for myself, but I have certain bracelets that don't come apart. They're full and I love them and I won't change them. Mm-hmm. I may borrow one bead here or there uh, to make a, you know, to do something. But otherwise, I have those permanent ones. And then I have ones that I just put together. And lately, I'm the same. I haven't been wearing as many full bracelets. Like I'd rather stack a few mini ones. Yeah, it's not as comfortable. Yeah, lately, that's how it's been. 
I find if I wear a full bracelet, I end up taking it off like a few hours later. I still wear my full bracelets, but same as you, like the old ones, it's like those are old classic, don't change them up. But anything within the last two years, I would say, like they don't have permanent designs. It's just as I go, whatever the mood is. Today, I actually wore my personality bracelet or Angie bracelet, whatever you call it, filled with charms. And it's very comfortable. I don't know, those old school Pandora ones are, I have no glass on it. So that's really comfortable. I do keep some together, but I like to shake it up. But I was laughing at you saying you have it all over your makeup table or whatever, because that's, I'm always interested. How do you store I know you have a big collection. So how do you store and organize all your jewelry, really, not just charms, but all your jewelry? Yeah, oh my goodness. It's kind of a mix of, of organization and chaos at the same time. <laughs> So I've got, like I said before, I've got my kind of makeup table in my bathroom with about five ohm play trays um, where I just have all the kind of stuff, I've, the newer stuff I've, I've bought recently and stuff I'm currently designing with. And they're just kind of everywhere, not organized at all, but just easily easy to grab and design with to make bracelets for photographs each day and that kind of thing. And then I've got a bunch of stackers, jewelry boxes that I keep the majority of my Pandora jewelry in along with um, Pandora jewelry boxes for individual collections. Like I have a, a Pandora box just for my Pandora Me, another one just for my Pandora Rose Gold stuff, another one, a little one just for my Pandora, like all the old school two-tone stuff. And then, oh, for troll beads, of course, I have one of those troll beads collector's boxes that Angie, I know you have one as well. I think, Nicole, you might have said you have one as well. Uh, the big troll beads suitcase I always feel like bars. it's yeah it's like James Bond or something in this big suitcase <laughs> I love it though and it's perfect to house all of my troll beads sounds yeah, like you're gonna fit in just perfectly with us here <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of you you yeah, are absolutely <laughs> yeah for sure are you one of us in the form of are you a Disney freak like we are no, sadly, that's that's one area I'm not. And I think it's going to change, to be honest. Like, I've been to Disney World a few times as a child. Not even as a child. I went a couple times when I was, I think, 10, 11, and 12, around that age. And then also once as a teenager. But my husband has never been. And my we haven't taken my children yet. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. So I have a feeling within the next year or two, we're going to go. And then it's going to be bad for me because it will probably start my uh, Pandora Disney buying. And <laughs> I don't need another addiction. <laughs> I can't wait for that day. <laughs> oh, yeah. Among other things, but going with kids is really fun. And that that is when we started going again. I had gone as a kid, but once our children were, well, we kind of went when they were about one, which was really hard. So I think waiting, your kids are five, six? Yeah, five. So that's uh, soon they will be the perfect age. <laughs> oh, you're going to love it. I want to wait to go to when they can actually walk around the park all day, right? Without being exhausted and being able to just be out and explore. We can't it. walk around the park all day without <laughs> being exhausted. <laughs> I don't think I could either. Honestly, it would really tire me out. We went to the zoo the other day and after two hours I was done. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> well, you can reach out to any one of us. We've got tons of advice and tips and tricks. So oh, I will be for sure. Because, yeah, I haven't been in, you know, 20 something years. So <laughs> I don't really even know what it's like anymore. I'm one of those people, and again, because I haven't been to Walt Disney World in a long time, but the thought of going with a young kid, like, overwhelms me. So Disneyland is, like, it's small, and hotels are right, right there. So it I is love California, too. Yeah. Yeah, that might be a great place to start. I agree yeah. with that. It's 
Florida's closer. That's the only thing, but not that much closer. Not by much. No. Yeah. And it's so like Disney World is so big and kind of far from the airport too. How long does it take to get to the Disneyland from the airport, Nicole? 20 minutes. Oh, wow. I, I fly in Orange County though. If you do LAX, it's technically supposed to be 45 minutes, but with LA traffic usually takes over an hour. So I fly into Orange County. Good to know. And I've never been to that one. Yeah. There's your first tip. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Sierra, when I think about this, it kind of cracks me up. But I have to ask you, <laughs> when you're getting ready to make a purchase, something new, for our listeners that may not know this, Sierra often will message me and say, <laughs> what do you think? Do you like this one? Which one should I pick? And little does she know that I'm the worst decision maker <laughs> when it comes hey, to Hey, she messages needs. me too. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I just, it's I just my experience. <laughs> yeah, it's just my experience. And I, I laugh every time because I'm like... Usually I say, I like both of them. <laughs> yeah, You do. And Angie's always like, I don't like either of those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. Okay, we need, we need Nicole in there for balance. Yes. I'm going to start messaging you too, Nicole. Yeah. You need that third divider. See, I am very, don't go shopping all the time. You don't need to. See, see. It's true. You have talked me out of a few purchases and I am thankful for that. <laughs> I will have to say, I've been debating buying something. And I went to my chat with Angie and Rita because I knew Rita would like push me to say yes. And that's, that's, that was my intention. So I'm like, I need, I need support. Need the affirmation. Just do yeah. it. Exactly. I'll always say go. <laughs> Buy it. Don't do it. I think it, that's girl. why I message you, Rita. <laughs> yeah. It's so true. But it just cracks me up because I'm like, I know. I ask everybody like, like, what do you guys think? Which one do you like better? I don't know. I can't decide. It's but then Rita doesn't listen. She asks and then does not listen. What <laughs> goes wrong? Yes, sometimes. Yeah, it's true. You can't even take the first conversation for any kind of value because it goes back and forth quite some time. And then you oh, yeah. just never know how it's going to end up. So you can't really say one way or the other. It's so bad. So in in saying all that, what is your process? Oh, yeah. There's a question. purchasing new things. <laughs> Oh, man. I, I love to know about and see new collections before they're released. And it used to be a lot easier to do that. Lately, it's more difficult, unfortunately. But I still try to kind of find those people that can post the new collections before they're coming out. And I'll plan my purchases. You know, right off the bat, there's always a few things I have to get on release day. So I try to only get a few because I know there's always a promo around the corner. And I hate paying full price when a couple weeks later, there's 30% off or a free bangle or whatever it is. So I'll try to, to hold out as long as I can for promos for the majority of the pieces I want to get. But no matter what I plan on beforehand, I'll, I'll see people posting on, on Instagram with charms and beads that I, I had no interest in before I saw them post these, these designs. And then I just fall in love with them. And I'm very easily influenced, <laughs> unfortunately. And I always wind up buying charms I didn't necessarily like when I first saw them. But then other people just work their magic and I have to have them. I think you posted the... That white glittery Murano, the new one. And so for me, I was like, I don't want that. I don't want that. And then I just saw it on your post. And I was like, I need that charm. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry. And you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Sierra does something that kills me a little bit. She usually gets one Murano instead of two. It's true. <laughs> I mean, the process behind it is good because she's like, I can get more, you know, different things. But for somebody that me like that, I need to match and I have like a problem. <laughs> it's like, how can you just buy one? 
No, some of the newer Muranos I've bought two of, like the wavy blue ones I have two of, um, the rose gold ones. Oh, yeah, I was so happy are, when you did that. Yeah, those you need two of those ones. And the uh, the ones that are rose gold with like the pink and orange, I bought two of those ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the newer one that came out with the, what collection was it? This must have been the spring collection. That's the, the kind of like blue and green and with the feathers. Those Muranos I bought two oh, of. Yeah. So that's Pandora. Maybe, right. you know, I know for troll beads, they're quite costly and unique so sometimes it's easier just to get one because it's more affordable and also sometimes they don't match whereas pandora i think they they're a little more consistent with troll beads too when they release you know a whole bunch of different moranos at the same time they all go so well together so you could buy two or three from that same collection and it just looks so nice yeah like from the kit right you can Mm -hmm. coordinate them and stack guys troll beads i'm good with i don't have to match I'm the same. I used to always buy two. And then more recently, I'm like, they're too expensive. Let's just buy a variety. Sierra, do you get to shop troll beads in a store or do you have to go online like we do? No, I have to go online, unfortunately, which is frustrating. I really, really wish there were some troll bead stores here in Canada. That would be amazing. But yeah, all of my purchases from the past, how long have I been collecting troll beads? Probably about five or six years have all been online. I don't think I've ever been in a store that has sold them. I'm tempted to to go to the U.S. though and seek one out. I was going to say, side note, (laughs) they're closing in the States. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a lot of them are. So sad. Such a shame. It's hard to shop online. I mean, that's where I don't just buy things based on the stock images. I always have to do, you know, Instagram searches and Google searches and try to see how people have, you know, live photos of the, the jewelry before I buy those. But sometimes there aren't any. If it's a newer collection, it's difficult. You kind of just have to have blind faith you're gonna love it yeah and usually I do I'm not picky I think that's why I appreciate your post so much because I get to see like you know the those live photos and you have a beautiful collection and you photograph them beautifully so I always go to your Instagram to see before I buy something because that helps me too so it's you're you're inspiring you really are so my favorites (laughs) are when you do your arm of bracelets like for example pandora bracelets that have a theme so all your heart bracelets or all the yeah whenever you have like all the similar kind of closures all those different bracelets i think those are really great and speaking of that now you're a really busy working mom and you have those kids and the husband and the family and cats so (laughs) when do you make time to do all your designing yeah, it's, it's definitely tricky. And I feel like I've been designing and posting a lot less the last little while than I used to, because things are just getting so much busier. But um, I do only work since I had the kids, I only work three days a week. So now that they're school age, I do have Mondays and Thursdays when I don't work that I have a few hours in the day sometimes to me time, you know, to actually just do things for me. Uh, after I'm done, you know, the grocery shopping and laundry. And all yeah, don't say only because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to do. Exactly. But yeah, I usually use that time. I find a, an hour or so each of those days to do it. And other time, I mean, my husband is so great. He really does give me time to just do my own things. He'll take the kids for a couple of hours to a park or to ride their scooters or to the library or something to give me alone time as well on the weekend. So yeah, I, I find time because it's, you know, it's my passion. It's what I love. And you need to make time for that kind of stuff, no matter how busy you are, or you'll go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're all very passionate about our collections and jewelry and charms but you are really very inspiring you <laughs> i haven't ever met somebody who loves jewelry as much as you 
<laughs> Thank you. I don't know if inspiring is the word I would use. It's a little, uh, I don't know. Sometimes I worry it's a bit too much, but uh, I'm trying to tone it down a bit these days. You know, how much jewelry do you really need? You're in the support <laughs> group. Don't worry. It's all good. Right. <laughs> You're the, preaching to the choir. Yeah, exactly. That's why I love you guys. The answer is there is li- no limit. Is that what? Oh, that yeah. Is? <laughs> the limit The limit does not exist. The limit does <laughs> not exist. There we go. That's what it is. <laughs> Hey, so charm stuff aside, we are right about at summertime. Do you have any fun plans for the summer? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take a couple of weeks off. We usually take a week off in July and a week off in August. Um, the kids will be in camps for a few weeks here and there while we're working, just day camps. Um, and then we'll, we usually go to PEI for a week in the summer to visit my aunt. So that'll be fun. The kids have only been on a plane once before, so they had a, a blast when we went last year. So I think we'll definitely do that again. Should we tell our international friends that PEI is Prince Edward Island? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. <laughs> it's a beautiful little island on the east coast of Canada. It has red sand beaches and it's just lovely. I love it there. That's where Anne of Green Gables comes from. Maybe exactly. they know that. <laughs> yeah. And good potatoes. Mm-hmm. And good lobster. <laughs> I love fries. <laughs> Me too. Me yeah. too. Rita. Yeah, lobster too. And uh, we might go to, in Muskoka, they have a bunch of little all-inclusive resorts that you can go to for a few days or a week. So we might do that just for a couple of days. We've never taken the kids up there. So something else to look forward to. But of course, we haven't actually booked anything yet. So (laughs) everything I'm talking about is kind of wishful thinking. My husband and I are kind of last-minute bookers. We always plan things in advance, but we wait to the last possible second to book it in case somebody gets sick or hurt or we have to cancel. And we've had to do that before, so... We try to wait last minute now if we can, but hopefully we still go. What about you guys? Any big summer plans? On this air date, I think I'll be doing my last day in Disneyland. So as our listeners are listening to this, I'll be enjoying that with my sister and her family. I've been trying to get them to go for the last few years. And then we'll do um, Fourth of July in Seattle. That's always exciting. Always wanted to go to Seattle. It's beautiful. It's my soul city. I don't know why I ever left. All right, Sierra, how about a girl's weekend in Seattle? I would like yes. to do that. <laughs> Absolutely. I am there. I would love to do a girl's weekend away. I, I, I mean, ideally, I want to go to Vegas. So that would be probably. Yeah. <laughs> and Nicole story. will be on board for that one. Yeah. <laughs> you're close by. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, she's close. Is there anything else you would like to talk about? Like anything else you're super excited about? And does it have to be charm related? Or do you have any questions for us or anything? Actually, I've never asked, I don't think I've asked Angie or Rita this before, but how did you decide to start this podcast? Like who, did one of you come up with the idea or were you all just talking about it one day? (laughs) I, we had talked about it like a year before and it was us and Emily, a fashion storyteller. And we're just like, oh, in theory, it'd be really fun to have a podcast. And then one night I was, but we never started because I guess we didn't really know how to do it. And then I just like dove in. It's like, I'm going to do all the research. I'm going to figure out everything we need. And then I found out it was easier than I would have ever expected and got the girls on board. And here we are. You guys do such a great job. I've already told Angie this, I know, because I, Angie, we talk all the time, but I just, I love your podcast. I look forward to it so much. I love the sound of all of your voices. You all make me want to buy things. Like as soon as I hear you talking about beads, a specific bead, I'm like, I need that one too. I don't know. I could listen to you guys all day. My only complaint is I wish your podcast were lo- was longer. Oh, <laughs> I wish no. it was like an hour long. Oh, that's so sweet. You listen on your way to work, right? Yeah. And I drive to Coburg, right? Which is like an hour away. So I'm, it always finishes like not even halfway there. And I'm just like, I want more, darn it. 
We need to work on a special edition. <laughs> you yeah. can edit that one, Rita. <laughs> <laughs> on that note, this podcast sadly has to come to an end we are almost out of time but it has been so fun to talk to you sierra and i'm so glad that our listeners who may not know you get to learn a little bit more about you and if they're not following already do you want to go over again where they can find you sure i'm on instagram at all the pandora thank you guys so much for having me honestly this was amazing thanks for joining us thank you so much so thank you again, Sierra, for joining us. And next time, Nicole is going to lead our discussion about the Own Beads Fund Me project. And we will be welcoming Jenya with us to contribute to the conversation and learn more about this really cool kind of interactive program with the community and with Ombeat. It's going to be a lot of fun to talk about that. So until then, thanks everyone for listening and stay charming. <laughs>